Hey, everybody. This is Revisiting Sunnydale, and I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. We are doing something new today. We, um, <laughs> with threats of terrible weather and snowstorms and whatnot. Plus, it's winter, and sometimes you don't want to leave your house, no, which is you understandable. Don't put real pants on. You hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> which I could totally identify with, so I'm not mad at you, Marcella. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're trying out to see um, how this whole Skyping, recording the, an episode via Skype will work. And if it works out great, then. Dude. <laughs> then winter's in the house. <laughs> Winter has come. Right? <laughs> and also, we might even be able to, like, do some fun different, like, videos or something with it that yeah. way. Like, our reaction watches or something like yes. that. So, like we'll check Game it out. Like the Game of Thrones trailer. Oh, my God. Dude, I got chills. I was... Was... <laughs> you know, except for Sansa. I'm like, die already. <laughs> Dan was like, Sansa better learn how to do something. Right? <laughs> better learn She's going to stand there and look scared. <laughs> Your sister's got her tiny little sword doing something. I know. Your uh, half-brother's got a big-ass sword, <laughs> and you're just giving glowering looks. <laughs> Thanks, Sansa. Glad you made her. it. Glad you made it. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Still, like, not until April, but, yes. Um, also... I think all of my fangirl dreams have been coming true. That are coming true for like 2019. <laughs> First of all, and this isn't anything new, but I mean, I've always I, I've seen them before. But you know, I get tickets to see New Kids on the Block this summer. That's you know, no big whatevs. That's cool. It's gonna be super awesome and super fun. But I've done I've been there before. But then I get uh, I get noticed that uh, Billy Zane. Yes, is <laughs> coming to Steel City Con in in, in April. I I can't thought... tell if I'm more excited to meet him or watch you meet him, <laughs> dude. I don't even know what I'm gonna do with myself. Like, <laughs> and it. Oh my god, I can't. Like, this is something that I've been wanting for so <laughs> many years. And anytime, and anytime anybody asks me what it, what are his mo- what movies are he in? What is his favorite movie? What do you like about him? I can't explain it. No. I have no. I have no explanation behind it whatsoever. <laughs> it makes no sense. He makes shit movies. He... He's wonderful, though. <laughs> but he's he's like, the I'm... best part of those shit movies. <laughs> exactly. He's amazing to watch. I have watched some pretty shitty movies because mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. And then, but we're not done yet, folks. Then I find out Jeff V. Goldblum Ugh. is bringing his happy ass back to Pittsburgh and performing his jazz album. Yep. On Valentine's Day. <sighs> Humana, now, humana. Oh. Did you buy tickets? Yes. Because I tried to talk my mom into it and she went She was like, it. no, really? Too, too expensive and she doesn't like jazz. I was like, it's not the point. It's about it's about watching Jeff Goldblum in action. That's not we're not here for the music per se. That's really low That's on the list. Yeah, but I couldn't talk her into it. So what happened was like I saw I got the pre things and all that stuff and um did the pre-sale the day before and I didn't understand their abbreviations of how things work. So I'm just like <laughs> panicking and I'm like, oh, buy the most expensive tickets, blah, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so I got I had like two VIP floor seats center, which were great, like fifth row or whatever. But then after I bought them and everything, I found out that the meet and greet was something separate to purchase. Uh-huh. It wasn't part of the VIP ones. Well, so stupid. Right. So I apparently so that was when I was like, oh, that was what M and G stood for instead of them just spelling out meet and greet and the fucking options. So the next day when the, when the tickets went back on sale at noon, I was there waiting. And at 1201, you know, everything like it was sold out already. But I just kept refreshing. And then I caught two. Two oh, meet and no. greet tickets, Yay. and Mama thought of me. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm so That's excited. Awesome. Oh, I can't wait to see those tickets <laughs> or those pictures. That'll be amazing, dude. Um, yeah. So, yes, and then that's going to be that's like, going to be a good Valentine's Day. That's going to be great. And then Je- I find out Jeremy Piven's coming to Pittsburgh for the improv. <laughs> Have we forgiven him yet? Is he forgiven? What has he done? What has he done? I was trying to find... Before I, I bought he tickets, did some shit. I know. I was looking online. I was trying to find <laughs> out. Before I bought anything, I was like, has he done something? Because I feel like if anybody would have been caught up in the Me Too movement, it would have been him. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he did. And I think there was something about like him making unwanted advances towards a woman 
like yes. in college or something like that? He had this article from a not very reputable <laughs> site says Jeremy Piven has the worst reputation in Hollywood. Mm, well, and- it says sexual misconduct allegations by three women. Okay, so I'm still thinking on that one. All right, we'll have to, have to do some, some yeah. digging. That and was, that was I, in Variety, so that one's at least a little... Right, that, that one makes sense. That one's like a well, real... I site. hate when they do this. So it's in Variety, but it's according to BuzzFeed. Okay, Variety, get your Come own on. real sources. Don't right. cite, like, another website as right. your source. Like, I need Come you on. to talk to people, actual people. That's not real news. No, don't, like, Second depend hand. upon somebody else's reporting. Like, right. do your own thing. That's your... <laughs> You were here before BuzzFeed, right? <laughs> yeah, it's basically a rumor that you heard on the street and you reported it. Right. No. All right. So we'll sit on that for a little while and see what happened. But yeah, but um, it, it was like, I mean, damn, it's just, it's just piling up. Like my, yeah. my, my smarmy dudes are all coming yep. to Pittsburgh within like months of each other. February, March, April. Boom. Who else is coming? Anybody else coming to Steel City Con that was exciting? Uh, not really. I know there's a bunch of lamos. A bunch of people <laughs> from the it. office. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. Rob Schneider, sorry, no. No, like Judge Reinhold. And... I, uh, Dennis O'Hare, that would be kind of neat. Oh, yeah, been... I wanted to see him. That's yeah, he's one... been the best parts of America. Everything. <laughs> oh, Liz Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to make the decision about Portland. Really? Seeing as how I can't go to Megacon to see Jason Momoa, I think I'm going to have to go to Portland. Mm. And with Drusilla. And everybody. And Wesley <laughs> and Willow. And ex- <clears throat> Ugh, they added Kennedy. I saw that. So right there, yeah. <laughs> you kind of lost me a little. I was like, damn it. This woman. So she's going to be bouncing around being annoying. So stepping in where she shouldn't be stepping in. <laughs> Stay in your back lane. Up. Stay in your lane. This was well paid for time. You back up. <laughs> I'm not doing this you. with you again. Right. I'm not <laughs> doing this with you again. <laughs> I didn't pay for you. <laughs> Oh, I am interested to see how Lori Petty looks, if her face fell off or if she looks decent. And Edward Furlong. Yeah, why'd you pick that picture to say that that's it? That is not what Edward Furlong looks like. Ain't nobody. He ain't looked like that in Mm -hmm. a long Mm -hmm. time. I can't wait to see what he looks like. It's going to be sad, though. Like, sad. I'm I'm surprised that he's, like, actually... That means it's bad. Right, like, because I don't think he's been in anything in, like... 18 years. So what are you promoting? <laughs> Too many people from the office. Like everybody. Everybody except Michael, Pam, and Jim, I think. Yeah. Oof. You can't bring him here. Jim Halpert? Yeah, he can't come here. No. Not after he done glowed up like he did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Maybe 15 years ago, he could have pulled that off. Right, after, not now. Mm-mm. After the, the cover of Men's Health, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so I guess we're going to get into this week's episode of Buffet the Vampire Slayer. Which Check- I love. Yes, Checkpoint Season 5, Episode 12. So, um, as we're like now in Season 5, Episode 12, I'm thinking we're probably going to, we might need a special Spike Swoon section or yeah. Spike's Candy Drop section or something. Because <laughs> it starts happening like once an episode. Right. Right around here. <laughs> so this, this kicks it off. Yeah, exactly. So the original air date of the, for this one was January 23rd, 2001, written by Doug Petrie and Jane Espenson, which I'm sure exactly which parts Jane wrote, um, directed by Nick Mark. While the Watcher's Council threatens to deport Giles if Buffy fails an arduous test of her slaying skills, they also dangle crucial information about glory yep they're dicks so 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 much so like Uh this episode was filled with a bag of dicks i don't even understand how they can do that like how do they have the power to deport giles right Right. doesn't make any sense to me like is he on a was he on a work visa? I mean, because he already they already fired him if that's right. the case. And because he has I, I don't understand the, the politics of it all. Like no. how is that even possible? I do like the previous the previously on 
for this episode because it reminds us of when she quit and right. when he got fired. Mm -hmm. I love the look on Wesley's face. Like, oh, well, well. <laughs> you, you, you can't quit. Can't do that. You can't do that. Watch me. <laughs> but it's like a nice little wrap up of, oh, what's the tension? Who's the key? What's it going to be? What is it? Yes. Yes. All right. So this we got our guest stars this episode. We got Charlie Weber as Ben, uh, Claire Kramer's Glory, Amber Benson as Tara, Emma Caulfield as Anya, Christine Sutherland as Joyce, Michelle Trackenberg as Dawn, and Harris Eulen as Quentin Travers. Dick number one in that Dick bag. Okay. Number one. The the numero uno, the main the the leader of the bag of dicks. Yep. Why can't Buffy clean her house? You know what? I am so disappointed in her at this moment. <laughs> it's kind of foul. How long has that Chinese been there? I thought they maybe got that Chinese for the meeting. No. No, apparently it's been sitting there. Why can't, why? What is so hard about picking up after yourself, Buffy? And you... at this point, Joyce is feeling okay. So it's like tooling around the house. Just... They're all being lazy assholes. Yeah, they're being the filthy. <laughs> it's not giving up. Right. It's not spring break, y'all. Let's just. <laughs> Let's just pick up some things, wash a dish or two. <laughs> and so, and she's being all, Buffy's really like hyper in this meeting. She really like, hyper. She's like really high strung. She's uh, embarrassed about not cleaning up her house. And then, you know, I guess this is this moment, this is so we can be reminded that Buffy and Giles are the only ones that know the true identity of Dawn. Because she keeps talking about all this crazy stuff about how it's not a good time for the Watchers Council to come. And because yeah. I have to watch Dawn, and Xander's like, well, we've always had to do that. And she's like, uh, yeah. 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 But, but they tried to kill me more than <laughs> twice, once. Twice. Which, you know, is, I understand why she's a little stressed out about their them coming but at this point they're just saying that they're coming there because they have information for uh, about glory and there oh. is some horribly kind of racist behavior happening here for english people in yeah. this conversation yeah and I, I, has an offensive accent <laughs> so terrible pip pip she really like, why and then Tara is like i thought british people were gentler Tara why? of all people well, I would I would expect that from Xander, maybe, right? Maybe Willow, but Tara, you're supposed to be like the well-educated one of the group, like right. the one that has a little more common sense. <laughs> Why? What makes you think British people are more gentle? Right. What and has Giles been? Is just looking around like I give up. Um... <laughs> you none of you know me at all. Why? Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't listen. And Anya, get your feet off my table. <laughs> Well, she's she's like it's already a pigsty in here. What difference is going to make? Like she has her shoes on and up on the furniture. That's, that's not okay. That's not okay in anybody's place. I don't okay. care how tight you think you are. Don't right. put your feet on my coffee table no. like all that with your shoes on. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. And she's got flip flops on at that. <laughs> Do not put your naked feet <laughs> within eyesight. Like, right. It's Get, get your feet out of my... No. I don't want them in my periphery. I don't want to have to see it. Like, I understand yeah. we all wear sandals and flip-flops, and sometimes toes are exposed, and sometimes toes that shouldn't be exposed are out there. Are out there <laughs> for the world. You know better. But let's not bring them up to eye level. Right. Don't put them on something that I eat on. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> Anya is flipping out, though. She's just as nervous as Buffy. She doesn't right. think they sound very demon compatible. She doesn't want them anywhere near her. <laughs> She's really stressed. <laughs> she is really stressed. She's more stressed than Buffy. Yes. You don't have to tell them. It's not like people can see that you're an ex-demon. It's not no. like you little horn marks where you used to have horns right just little stitch marks little, little horn scars right. just keep your mouth shut <laughs> and everything will be fine all right that, don't make it weird in the meantime glory is like having a meltdown panic like she hasn't fed in a while so she's all sweaty and weak and the scab patrol has dragged in a poor is it another mailman it's another mailman so they just I don't kinda... know why they can't pull from a broader pool than mailmen, but the mail. I think the postal service is going to stop delivering in that right. area. <laughs> At least go out. Well, I guess when you look like they do, you can't really go outside. I... <laughs> they managed really to make it to the. Me. They managed to make it to the hospital an awful lot. True to sneak up on Ben. <laughs> right, but it it really really freaks me out 
that the one minion is Marshall from Alias. That's right. Because <laughs> I can just hear it every time he speaks. I'm like, Marshall, shut up. Yeah, this is weird and gross. They're so gross. Let's talk about brain suckers for a minute. Uh, Marcella has some very strong opinions about brain suckers. I don't like a brain sucker. Mm. That's probably one of the more scary demons she faces. Really? You're trapped inside your own mind and you're batshit crazy. Wandering yeah. around the city just spouting nonsense. Right, right. Yeah, because I, I feel like that's probably... Yeah, what is worse? To like have your physical... Your physicality taken from you or your men- your mentality? Yeah. Like, And I think that's probably the worst. Yeah. And it actually is funny that Tara at one point says, I don't like a brain sucker. <laughs> I don't like a brain sucker. Well. Oh, Tara. Poor Tara. Foreshadow. <laughs> <laughs> so she sucks some brain. She's back to normal. And she's like all, you know, talking about how she's going to get her key. You know, she's still singing the same old song. I'm not sure the scene was even needed. Like, no, we all know. We know what she what she it. does. Yeah. We know what she does. We know what she wants. Oh, it wow. is funny to see her push that mailman in the head. Like, yes. <laughs> I do like Claire Kramer. She's amazing. She does make Glory fun. So, so yeah, I, I just go back and forth. Like, I feel like sometimes she's more of a, over the top. than. And what's also funny is that now that I'm watching it, she looks so, like, obviously, she looks so much younger to me than mm-hmm. she did when we were watching the show. When it was on live, it was like, oh, this is a grown-ass woman. Yes, and now I it's just was, like... <laughs> I, I think we even used to say, we're like, damn, she's beat. Like, right? she is beat. <laughs> but now watching, I'm like, no, she's so young, and look at how young she She's is. such a baby. Yeah. Oh, look at that baby being so evil. <laughs> and so the Speaking Watchers Council... evil. <laughs> oh, dear. The Watchers Council shows up to the magic box and they're throwing like some subtle British shade (laughs) to George Giles about his store. Like, wow, you just come in here. You came in real hot. Like, I don't (laughs) know. Real hot. Hello. You have to say, Giles should have known. I mean, this is what you do, Giles. How come you didn't know that that statue melted eyeballs? (laughs) Apparently. Apparently, there's a lot of things that Giles is, is being real careless about, just leaving out there for any and everybody to come purchase that are very dangerous items and artifacts. And uh, yeah, you're right. He should have known. He should have known. <laughs> Either he... uh, something that dangerous. Come on. Yeah, Giles, you know everything, or you walk around pretending like you know everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of posturing going on yeah. in your tenure here. And the store is pretty busy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in there. And then they just up and close. The Watcher Council guys are like, everybody out. Shut it down. And uh, there's no, no no, notice as to when they're going to reopen. It's just like, nope, shut it down. We'll, until further notice, we'll figure it out later. And I'm just like, customers, <laughs> come back with your money. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> because she doesn't realize what's going on. They don't really announce themselves. They don't really introduce themselves. No. And then finally Giles is like, or she realizes they're the council. She's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go in the back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and of course, Quentin stops her and questions her. And she's super awkward about it. Yeah, she comes up with some rando backstory real quick about her being from northeastern Indiana, Indiana. <laughs> where she was raised by both a mother and a father. It's so awkward. <laughs> and Giles is just telling her, you stop. You don't have to talk to him. Just go. <laughs> it's like she's an employee. That's it. Mm-hmm. Leave her out of this. And you actually hear her walk all the way to the back. <laughs> that little door open and close. <laughs> right. Which, yeah. Oh, so my God. They were just so so snooty towards him about it. They're like, oh, you've got a child's like, oh, I've got a training in the back room for Buffy. He's very proud about it. But Quentin's all, oh, I thought that's where you would keep some of your more dangerous items. But I guess I was wrong. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I do like when he's like, okay, you all just stand around looking very somber. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> then Quentin drops the bomb on him that, yeah, we've got this um, info, but we are here for the review. We're yeah. going to review Buffy and you and your operation here. And Giles is uh, taken aback. 
And um, yeah, it's just basically Quentin just rolls in like, I got all the power. This mm-hmm. is our running theme. <laughs> Making the lady watcher make him tea. Yeah. Who is also wearing a skirt and black hose. Each of the lady watchers are wearing skirts. What's up with that? I didn't even realize that there was a second one. Yep. The second Dude. one never spoke. She just made tea. The other one has my favorite moment in the episode. Yes, she does. And I also appreciate um, her for her fashion forward thick uh, black plastic rims on her glasses before, uh-huh. anybody, before everybody else was doing it. She also has a moment at the end of the, sh- the episode with the sword that I yes. also enjoy. She's pretty comical. She's, yeah, she's good. I like her. So then we transfer Buff to Buffy in class, which this whole scene pisses me off so much. Yeah. First, Buffy's just tapping her pencil on her book, and her seatmate just gives her so much shade. She's not even really <laughs> being that loud. She's just tapping her pencil. It's yeah, it's not a loud thing. And she's she's doing a lot of yawning. She is doing a lot of yawning. But then the professor goes full tilt for some reason. This is not acceptable behavior. This is not how an educator should act. And I would have definitely gone (laughs) to the dean. Like, fuck that. No. Right. It's not going to happen. Because, sure, Buffy was a little bit yawny and a little bit, like, she looked very bored. But it's apparent that she's been paying attention. Right. And so this is finally, you know... Buffy's in a class that she's given some thought to, and she ha- she has the even though it was forced upon her, she offers yeah. her opinion, yep. and she's got theories. And then this dick just comes in there and just crushes yeah. all of any aspirations she may have had of learning. Like she was engaged, she was engaged, and even the classmates are laughing at her. Like <sighs> this is just not what you do. This could traumatize someone for life. Right. It could have been like she could have been the type of person that would have just walked off and quit at that right. moment. Like that's it. I'm not going back. I'm never going back to school again. Learning yep. stupid. Nobody understands me. Blah blah blah. Her hair looks amazing. It does. It's very good. Um, <laughs> she, she's looking pretty awesome. We'll have to talk about her blush later. I don't. Why is it so red? It's <laughs> there's so much of it. Her cheeks are so pink. But this teacher has pissed her off so much. And here's my question to you. How much time do you think passed between him bitching her out and her in the cemetery in this fight? Because she's changed her clothes. Okay, so yeah, she, so she has gone home at some point. Mm-hmm. And do we... Let's... Uh, I don't even... I would say I have to be, like, maybe four hours? I would... I, I, I think at, at minimum. I think minimum four hours is... <laughs> Is acceptable. Like maybe the, uh, is this how the la- was this the last class that she had that day? It could have been a night class, right? Travel time to get back home. She has a snack. She changes her clothes. She goes patrolling. She finally finds this dude, and I guess she just needed to take out the aggression. <laughs> she had some pent up aggression, and she <laughs> takes it out on this dude. And clearly, this vampire is just like, I uh, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> But our lovely neighborhood vampire Spike interrupts. You know what? I don't know what it is about. It's like he glowed up between this episode and the last episode, Uh the one before this. Yep. He got so much more good looking. Yes. Confidence. It's confidence. Yeah. Okay. He was being a little weak and weak puppy like following (laughs) her around in the other episodes. And in this one, he's full on instigating her. He so says this, some rude shit to her. This whole entire scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, he basically just rolls in and is just like reading her to filth about yep. her and her past relationships. Yep. And basically, like, I, I have forgotten about this whole stretch, his monologue, <laughs> this whole damn thing. But that is the full on burn of the week. Like, that yeah. whole entire thing. That whole scene. <laughs> scene one, Apple, take one. I saved you. I was regrouping. You were about to be regrouped into separate piles. You needed help. I didn't need you. I never need you, Spike. Oh, I get it. You just don't like you did the rescuing, that's all. Wishing I was your boyfriend. What's his height? Oh, wait, he's run off. You know what? I don't need a boyfriend to rescue me or for any other reason. <sighs> don't need a can't keep. <laughs> you keep making notches in the headboard, but eventually they get up out of the bed and run off, don't they? 
You're disgusting. <gasps> Rough talk. Well, maybe that's your problem. Maybe push him away. Or is it the other? Maybe cling too much. Or maybe your beauty's fading. The stress of slaying, aging you prematurely. Things not as high, not as firm. You know what, Spike? The more I get to know you, the more I wish I didn't. Or maybe you just don't hold their interest. Yeah, it's amazing. Especially the end part. Right. Which is, you just don't keep their interest. And he and, just bolts. And I, and I didn't, I never caught how fucking hardcore and savage that was. Yeah. Like, that one cut deep. Because yeah. he hits her with the one-two punch and then just like, and to, and to illustrate my point that you don't hold their interest, I'm just going to leave before yep. you even say anything else. And didn't even look back. Just no. gone. You he keep ghosted. making notches on the headboard and eventually uh-huh. they get up out of bed and run off, don't they? <laughs> Ouch. Sir. He <laughs> goes on to talk about how some things are not as high, not as firm. <laughs> She's, basically, all she can say is you're gross. She's taking it. Buffy, you need to work on your comebacks. This mm-hmm. isn't this isn't looking good. Like he yeah. has just obliterated you with the English language. Just like fucked you up all just like fucked her all up. She's just yep. like ah, I, oh, huh? Why? Yep. Why? Now I did like that they kind of had little matching leather coats. Like she had a long leather <laughs> trench coat on. It looked cute. They looked like the couple out there to slay. It was cute. I also like his little dig to Riley when he's like wishing I was your boyfriend. What's his height? Oh wait, oh, wait run off. Run off. <laughs> that was the start. That was like yep. the beginning. That was the first yep. line. <laughs> and it was like, ow, okay. You know Ugh. what? <laughs> and, yeah, had it just been that, that would have been bad enough. But no, he keeps going. Yep. Just fucks her world all up. Yep. And then we get another little burn immediately with Ben at the hospital with <laughs> <laughs> the one minion. He's, mm. Don't touch me. You're crusty. <laughs> <laughs> and, I... <laughs> and they are pretty crusty. They're they are crusty. Nasty. And I, I want to talk to them. Yeah, I think like how you don't like the word moist. I think crusty has that effect <laughs> for me. Like I don't. Ugh. It really just. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes to tell Ben that Glory wants him to find out who the key is. Right. And he's basically like, how am I supposed to do that? I don't know. She just said for you to do it. <laughs> All right, bitch. Hold on. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? Wait a second. Whoa. <laughs> who am I? And who is she? Who wants anybody in this equation? Why do you even care what Glory thinks? They still, at this point, had not told us. Right. So it's still just like, well, why do they care what he thinks? Right. Like, what difference does it make? Who? Yeah. How is he even involved? Right. Because we're still not, we're, we don't have all of the information right now. Yeah. So they go on his way, and I guess Ben uh, gives him a message to give to Glory. <laughs> a good one. <laughs> it's a good message. I like yes. it. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a it's in depth. Uh, he had made a lot of strong points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Bu- uh, Travers tells Buffy about the review. She's not happy to have walked and, in there. She was just right. like, bad well, day. <laughs> she's like, whoop, no, nope, 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 nope. Not <laughs> gonna do it. Y'all don't see me. <laughs> rewind, rewind, rewind. <laughs> but it's too late. They see her. And, and Giles um, almost whoops Travers' ass. The little bodyguard, Philip. Had to jump in between him and Travers because Giles was doing some intense finger pointing. He is. He's, she's not your bloody plaything or what are your <laughs> instrument to play with. Giles is like, huh? I think she is. <laughs> I will deport your ass. Yes. Close your shop. And then what? And then what you got? You got nothing. And so the I was begging for them to be like, do it. I'll, I'll, I don't think you can do that. Right. I feel like this is just an empty threat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he dro- then he drops the bomb that, yeah, you're going to have to pass this review or I'm not going to tell you about the info we have for Glory, on Glory. What? what how is mean? that okay? No. How is this, That's how, not okay. No. How does this work for, towards your goal to protecting the world? Right. She should that, have called their bluff there, too, and been like, well, okay, fine. Well, Don't I guess... Right. I, I guess I'm done here. I'm going to go on vacation and I'll see you bitches later. Good luck yeah. saving the world. Have fun. 
But so she's visibly upset and they're just going to have to do it. And now we get a cute little scene between the minion who's the message for glory was his beat up ass. <laughs> He's all and, kinds of swolled up. He really, and he doesn't really want to lift his head and show her he's so upset. <laughs> and this is Glory coming out of the shower, and she's, you know, she's she's really having a hard time understanding why Ben won't help her. <laughs> she just doesn't get it. Because it's, 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 it's being so easy. <laughs> right. She's all she has, all he had to do is seduce her and bang the key out of her. He's quite attractive, yes. <laughs> I love her reaction to that. Though. Of course he's attractive. <laughs> The way she says it, that makes me, I love that part. Yes, it is moments like that. that... It it has meaning, though. That phrase, that what she says there actually has meaning. Exactly. You don't know it at the time. Right. We just think that, you know, she's she's in a female body and has eyeballs and she's attracted attracted to him. So it's moments like that, little comedic moments that Claire Kramer delivers as Glory that makes me enjoy her portrayal of Glory. But then sometimes she gets a little over the top. So I just go back and forth. So, like, when she gets all snuggly-wuggly with the crust <laughs> creature and is like, you know, I just don't understand why it won't happen. And then, you know, she's just, she's like, I wish you could understand. You're the only one who understands me. And it's probably because I haven't sucked your brain out yet. <laughs> yet. <Yes. laughs> he's, like, so tense. He doesn't want to touch her. He's just, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. And I think, like, there's that tense moment. Then, like, she ends it with, you know? And then yeah. just kind of walks away. <laughs> she's so she's so good at what she does. Yes. So now we go back to the magic box. And I have a big problem with this table. <laughs> it's so bright. It's so bright. And you see Giles look at it probably more than once. Because <laughs> he takes his glasses off and looks at it and kind of blinks. <laughs> and then while he's talking to Buck, I swear he looks over at it like, why is this table so bright? Look directly into the table, Giles. Now, I'm betting that it was a good way to light them from underneath for the scene. Right. Without having to put a bunch of rigging up. But. But why? I mean, was it, was why? this around the cruise on strike or something? I don't know. <laughs> this can't possibly have been a good thing. <laughs> like, we're trying out some new stuff here. I don't like it. Because <sighs> it doesn't need to be this dark in the magic box in itself. It's, no, are you just a, trying to tell me it's after closing? Right, a, a closed sign on the door would have been would <laughs> right because <laughs> right now the only <laughs> right the only light we have is coming from this bright ass orbit of a table and um the like the the display yes. cases yes that's so like basically the only light that's in here. But what's the purpose of a big ass light like that in the middle of your table? You wouldn't be able to see your notes. I mean, your notes just, it would suck. are we doing some tracing? Right. <laughs> We're doing some real serious tracings. Are we looking at microfiche? It just doesn't <laughs> make any sense as to why it should be there. Uh, My theory is if you're not paying anybody, you don't have the right to review them on shit. Right. Like, <laughs> right. And Buffy is having a full-on panic attack. She basically calls herself dumb. Yeah. You know, she's saying they're going to expect her to know stuff and she doesn't know stuff. And wow, she really right. (laughs) Well, my question is, why the fuck? Why? Why are the commands in Japanese that she needs to know? Didn't the Slayer originate in Africa? Right. So, I mean, supposed to be teaching her all of this. Right. At what point was like there was never any mention? I don't think there's ever been any mention of any Japanese anything. No, they're just (laughs) fucking with her. They want her to fail. And then we get what might be my favorite five-minute section. Oh, God, it's beautiful. Of the entire episode. It's a comedy of errors. Yeah. I, it, like, it's it's enjoyable to watch, but damn it, if I'm not pissed off at these kids for not being able to answer a simple GD question. Right? Without <laughs> just fucking it up. Like, really? Are you will- all high and paranoid? What is wrong with you? Willow and Tara. Questions. Willow and Tara. Why would he need to know? Why would he be asking about your relationship with each other? Right. (laughs) They go off the rails. And why would you pick five? That means you're kind of (laughs) deficient. Right. Like, and I'm, and I'm almost certain it's probably even goes higher than ten. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking their witch levels are pretty (laughs) epic. Like, it's not going to be ten levels. Right. (laughs) 
and Anya. How many names did she give herself? Anya, Christina, Emanuela Jenkins. Jenkins? Where we come up with that? Born on the 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) He's so cute. And then he's just like, still has his, does he still have his arm in a cast from getting his arm broken by Olaf? But then, like the whole thing where Anya is like gives her full full ass backstory, he's just like, so it's spelled A N Y A. That's all he wanted to know. <laughs> that was it. But surprisingly <laughs> enough, with all these deficient people, like have this is their first time speaking to humans outside of their circle. Xander seems to be the most competent, yeah, in, in answering these questions. Like he's. He's very well informed. Like he tries to keep it like real clean, and only a little bit does he get tripped. He doesn't get tripped up. He just this dude like twists the information that he's given him. He's, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Anya and or Willow and Tara basically make Buffy look deficient. Yeah, that she needs magical help all the time. Exactly. Like you guys are the worst. Base don't. Don't try to pull a heist or do any crime with this group of people because right. once the detectives get in on them, you're done. Like everybody's falling down. Everybody's going down. You're you're done. But they weren't the ones that probably hurt Buffy's reputation the most. <laughs> that would be once again our platinum baby. <laughs> Who is deliberately just like, oh yeah, sometimes she gives me a nip of blood off of a stray victim. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say deliberately delicious because he was. He was that shirt. <laughs> And Dude, platinum. Like, I don't know if he knew they were coming and he was getting all prepared and whatnot. <laughs> like, some extra push-ups to, like, bulk up the pecs. <laughs> Got out his brand new tight <laughs> black tee because it's like a crisp tee. <laughs> it's so funny. And they've got crosses on him. They must not have known about his chip. Right. Or just didn't trust it. I would like to know, how hard did that woman fight to be the one to interview right. him right. because it seems it doesn't seem to me like that's that was the best thought in planning it's like yeah let the woman go uh-huh. talk to spike go talk and, to him because i'm picturing that it's more like the scene in empire records where uh live tyler's is fighting to give rex manning his lunch I'm taking him his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm envisioning <laughs> that would be us for sure <laughs> i'm interviewing spike <laughs> <laughs> and I love the part when she makes a little notion, she makes a little mention that she knows him and she yes. knows about him. She's like, I would think you'd want to kill her. You've killed Slayers before. And as his whole everything changes. It was delicious again. Yes. This the whole... way he just stands up and they like reinforce the crossbow and the. Right. He's giggling. Stalks <laughs> towards her. Like he so stands good. up and like. So says, sinks his eyes like right into her and it starts to oh heard of me have you (laughs) isn't that neat scene one apple take one you've killed slayers before heard of me have you i wrote my thesis on you well well isn't that neat tell me that now we're such good friends how's a slayer doing okay high marks in all categories <laughs> and he emphasizes the word neat and i hear her panties fall yep. to the ground <laughs> and there's a little giggle she actually giggles <laughs> i wrote my thesis on you this is a little and then he can't help himself this whole time he's been telling them terrible things about her but then he's like well now that we're such good friends pet tell me how the slayer's doing he actually wants to know Right. He tries to take a little peek at the notes. Right. Is she okay getting all high marks and everything and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's just like a beautiful moment. Top five. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Top five spike seduction moments. Yep. (laughs) One of my favorites. And unfortunately, we have to give that up to go watch Buffy in her short sweatpants. <laughs> why are her? Why does she have bell sweatpants? They're bell bottom sweatpants. I I hate those sweatpants on her, and she's worn them before, and, or she'll wear them again. But mm-hmm. I hate they look them. Stupid. They're so dumb. 
Like I, I would feel like it would be kind of a hazard. Like they mm-hmm. get, they're so big. Like they're if so she, big. Like she could get it caught on something as she goes in for a roundhouse kick or something. And they're baggy too. Mm-hmm. Like the legs are bells, so they're big. But right, the pants themselves are baggy all over. Like I'm always afraid she's just going to kick someone and they're going to fall down. <laughs> and it looks like she's wearing a dress top with them. Yes, like that doesn't look like a workout top. No. And this exercise is ridiculous. It's so dumb. What it's... is the point of blindfolding her and having her protect the dummy from Philip? It all goes wrong. Horribly wrong. Terribly wrong. And then having uh, getting the Japanese instructions shouted out toward you. What situation is she going to find herself in that's like this? Right. <laughs> and she gives up. She's like, nope, I got to do it my way. And then she ends up fucking everything up. <laughs> and she kills the dummy. She kills the dummy. She breaks Philip, <laughs> who goes limping away. She's just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, like, my bad. She's like, you know what? I think I'm getting like his inner ear thing. Um, <laughs> like way off. She tries to take out the whole I'm kind of sick approach, but it doesn't work. No. Quentin is real snotty about it. He's like, mm, I guess I've seen enough here. Now well, we're going to take a deep dive into your strategies and your plans. And she's like, and I think supposed to have those. <laughs> and that's the most that she's worried about, I think, because she was real concerned about thinking that she's all dumb and stuff and that right. she doesn't. And I do hate that about B- Buffy as much as I crack on her about, about her intelligence level. She's not dumb. She's it's not just sometimes dumb. she just doesn't think it all through or she gets clouded by a dick or something. She's not a planner. <laughs> she's not a planner. She, she operates off the hip. Yeah, she's pretty reactionary. Yeah. And most of the, the time moment. it works. Ugh, I hate this part when she goes home and she calls for mom and I'm like, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's not time. Stop calling for mom. I don't want it. No. She doesn't find mom. She instead finds Glory. Which I have a lot of questions about. How the um, fuck did you get into my house? Right. How'd she get there? Was anybody home? Because after they have their long ass conversation, uh, Dawn, well, even before they're done, Dawn pops up. Right. Like, well, have you been here this whole time? And then after she, she has, she's been creeping in the shadows because she's so creepy. She is. <laughs> and then after Glory leaves, Joyce rolls in. It's like, who is that? Have you been here this whole time? Too? Right. <laughs> How did no one notice that this woman just walked in the house? Which her dress is super cute, though. It is very cute. I do appreciate her style going on. So basically, Glory rolls in because she wants to have a talk like adults. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, um, she just basically she wants to give it to her straight. It's like, look, you know where my shit is. Give it up. And if you don't, I'm gonna kill things that you love. Yee. Okay, calm down. Dawn, here comes Dawn. Creeptastic. Ruining things. Shut again. Your mouth. She's a spaz. Such she is a spaz. A spaz. <laughs> <laughs> she gets super offended because Buffy's just like, you don't shouldn't know anything. I know stuff. Dawn. No, you don't. You don't know what they're talking about. Right. Dawn, you know. She knows what her sister's job is. Right. (laughs) You're not brand new. I mean, you are brand new. But. Technically, but you're not brand new. Like, why? Why would you just offer? I know stuff. Maybe I know. What does it look like? I don't know. She's just hiding my stuff. Blah, blah, blah. She takes things in mind. Dawn, if you don't get your ass out of here <laughs> right the fuck now and maybe have my back for once, how about that? You just talk right. about how you don't know anything. <laughs> Buffy doesn't tell me anything. I'm going to go mind my own 14-year-old ass business. I wonder just... why Buffy doesn't tell you anything. This is why. This, this right here. I hate this kid. She's. I mean, I love her, but... Dawn is a liability. <laughs> and she can. I am a patient, and she continues to be a liability. Like just, ugh, just. And she flips out. She's like, "I'm gonna figure it out," you know. Oh, Dawn, I'm really surprised that Glory doesn't have the ability to sniff out or feel the key. Right. Like, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have made sense for this whole cat and mouse game for the show, but it just kind of goes I, on so long, though. I know. Like when, and then when she finally does find out. But yeah, so Glory makes a bunch of threats, tells Buffy to give her a key back, or she's going to kill some stuff, some people. Yep. And then she leaves. Die bloody. Okay. Yeah. Good, good talk. And next she's scene. Like the, she makes Buffy feel like 
shit, though. She's like, you know, you can't stop me. You know, you can't beat me. Yeah, she's really good at that. Um, she does a lot of trash talking, which she's like, oh, you're a slayer. You're, I'm, you're stronger than most than humans. Ooh, who's not? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, but they... <laughs> and in comes Joyce. Where the fuck... Where were you? <laughs> Just all like, who was that? And who all was that woman? Says, Pack a bag. It's like, oh, where are we going? <laughs> she has a whole lot of nerve asking Spike for help. Right? <laughs> I don't understand where she gets where she gets off doing this. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Just the other no. night, you were talking to him about how fucking annoying he was. And, oh, I don't have time for you. And yada, yada, yada. <gasps> I need your help. And right. I do love his, well, that's a boatload of manly responsibility coming flying out of nowhere. Yeah. You're but right, then, Spike. Like, the most yes. adorable moment is when he asks her if she got a chip. And he's like poking at her. It would be funny if they did. <laughs> and the look on his face when she uh-huh. hits him, like, stop. He's like, oh. <laughs> Swoon. There's another one. Swoon. Swoon point. Two. Right. Actually, three, I think. I, probably like 10. Like, because I think that one scene with the lady watcher, that was like, <laughs> that Every was worth five. Every single line he said to Buffy in the cemetery. <laughs> And then for him to graciously accept them into his home. Right. Without payment. Right. He, he's like, I need your help. He's like, I need your cash. <laughs> but then he does take it seriously. Dawn mm-hmm. is completely disgusted. And he just wants to watch Passions. <laughs> which so apparently jo- Joyce got addicted to in her downtime. Yeah, clearly that's Joyce's jam also. So he's like, lady, and he offers up some blood. <laughs> blood in the fridge <laughs> Don is so grossed out real blood what do you think well mostly yeah. I think ew <laughs> <laughs> and then Joyce and Spike have a Start. lovely moment where they bond over Timmy right pilot, which is an actual character on Passions I like yes. they did do that yes and uh this is the second time they found some common ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a sweet relationship. They really do. They do. And then Joyce gives a little nudge about, I love what you've neglected to do with the plane. That's, that, yes. I like, that is my subtle burn. <laughs> Joyce Ann. Right. <laughs> How are you go- Okay. All right, That's I see you. Sly little mum shade. I see you. <laughs> you can get sassy when you want to. Mm-hmm. So as Buffy goes off traipsing about into alleyways, she comes across fucking knights. Knights of the what? The what now? The dudes, dudes, and full on, full on chainmail and shit. Like wow, medieval times. (laughs) going through. Where did you come from? You guys cosplaying? What's going on? (laughs) Right. What is this about? And the Watchers Council dudes that. Quentin is throwing some major shade because Buffy's already 20 minutes late. 20 minutes late in counting, Rupert. And she's going through the alley like, crap, crap, crap. <laughs> and then has to deal with these cosplayers. Right. She's like, you know what? I don't have the time. Not right now. But they are not respectful of her tardiness. They, they are um, not. You know what? I got places to be, guys. But so she you wants know to ask. Real quick. Real quick, like, I don't think yep. it takes very long. And she finally corners one. She's like, pulls his mask off. Like, what What are you? She's like, oh, well, she's, she's, he's human. Well, who he's are cosplayer. you? <laughs> he's a human cosplayer with a tattoo on his forehead and a whole speech prepared about, you know, there's tens of us. There'll be hundreds. There'll be thousands. We'll keep coming. We're knights of the Byzantine something or another. Like, what do you want? Legions and kill you. You work with glory. You protecting the key. So they don't like Glory, but they don't like Buffy either. No, they don't like the key. They don't like none of it. They are just hating everybody. I would like to know, like, what what is their purpose when this wasn't happening? (laughs) Medieval times. That's their training. That's how they keep fit. (laughs) And is that their only, like, sworn position? Right. Just this one god and this one key. This is it because I feel like you guys have probably been waiting around for thousands of years. Because I don't think crawls your shit. The oils <laughs> needed alone to keep your chainmail nice. What the fuck? <laughs> right? Oh. 
It's like, what is it? What are you, Lannisters? Like, right. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> you know, like, y'all got some really serious equipment here. And I'm surprised only later on they come out with horses. But right. <laughs> And, like, if they're sworn to protect, I don't know what, apparently, do they not think that taking Buffy out of the equation kind of makes their goal fail? <sighs> I they haven't thought this through. No, the whole thing hasn't been thought through properly. I don't think there were any meetings. There were no memos. Nobody no. plotted anything out. They're just all kind of going on this like half-ass, just like, hey, somebody's got the key now. And what <laughs> dimension are they from? Like, are they from right. Earth? Is this a whole nother universe that they're a part of? Or are they just like off in, I don't know, New Mexico somewhere on the usual, <laughs> or some deserts <laughs> in California? Question. And did they get a group read on those tattoos, or is there like a monk that does them? There is a monk that does them. He used to be a tattoo artist in his former life, and uh, yeah, he when he decided to turn his life over to monkery. Um, then... <laughs> I like that Buffy was like, "You can go, but I'm gonna take your sword." Yeah, this sword, and then she stared at it the whole walk to the magic box because she's still staring at it when she walks in right like she's never seen a sword before buffy <laughs> were there in- inscriptions on the sword right. were there, no. or is it enchanted i think she was also wondering how they bankroll <laughs> their operation it's like this is some serious steel like this is the good stuff i don't mm-hmm. know how y'all can afford mm-hmm. this but, but apparently it put a bug in her butt to tell everybody that she is done Right. I'm sick of this shit. This is what's happening now. Now she gives this whole thing about how, you know, everybody's been telling her lately how unimportant she is, but she's figured out that that's wrong. She's actually the one with all the power. Now I understand where she's getting at about where Quentin and the watchers council are concerned. Yeah. But she's saying, you know, glory doesn't really have the power. No, honey. No, no, no. No, no, no. I feel like that's that's way wrong. Because even though you have something Glory needs, she won't kill you until she gets it. But you have a whole list of other people that can be killed and picked off until she gets it. So she will do that. Yes. Happily. Mm -hmm. So mm, it's kind of not exactly the right thing. You can't group her all in there with Quentin and them. Good work, though. Good try. Yeah, that was a good, good Solid effort. Solid effort. Then she she tells everybody she doesn't want to be interrupted before her speech. (laughs) And the one dude interrupts her almost immediately. Yeah. And she flicks that sword at him and misses his face by like an int. How? How did she throw it? You're right. I I thought the same thing when she picked up the sword in the alleyway. I was like, is this the same sword that she throws at this dude? Uh Because the thing is like about as tall as she is. Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't seem... Right, picks it up uh, off the table and kind of just flings it. How do you fling? No, scientifically, I'm no. thinking she may have cut her own arm off. <laughs> the physics are off. I don't think it works like that no, because she, it, she was didn't have enough room to no, just. It's, it's kind of like when she was arguing with Riley about starting the flying kick with no what was powering it raw enthusiasm. <laughs> that what was powering her throwing this sword through the into the wall hard enough yeah there's not enough distance between her and that man and i think she even like got his slip of paper too mm-hmm. uh, like on the wall now xander is like that was neat it was neat yes it was very cool but not accurate no <laughs> it's not it doesn't work like that no <clears throat> but buffy is turning things around she said this is it i'm done Right, because without me, tell me what I need to know. Because without me, you guys have no job, really. You're just sitting around on your on your bums doing nothing. Peace theater. (laughs) Which, damn, again with these British stereotypes. Right, right. It's just rude. (laughs) So rude. And she breaks it down that they're going to tell her what she needs to know. They're going to reinstate Giles as her watcher. <laughs> and he makes point to tell her retroactively. <laughs> retroactively. <laughs> Which then Buffy does say retroactively to the month that he was fired. Nope. Which shows that she's not dumb. Right. Exactly. And then I love the part when they're like, well, what about, you're talking about children. The, the woman that we like is like, I don't yeah. have a sword thrown at me. <laughs> but. But. 
what about these children? Aren't they and like she 20? That they're not, yeah, they're not children. <laughs> <laughs> she says, you're talking about two very powerful witches and mm-hmm. a thousand-year-old ex-demon. <laughs> Willow's a demon? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love that so much. And then Philip. Philip is possibly the second biggest dick in this bag. <laughs> because he says, well, what about the boy? There's no power there. Right. Hey. <laughs> did not did you not hear me when I told you about the spell that right. we did and I was the heart? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were fully listening. <laughs> you weren't listening when I told you how awesome I went my am. Here, let me tell it to you again. <laughs> but then Buffy and Sanders back and she says that the boy has clocked more field time than all of them combined. Yep. Which is a true statement. Cause, it is a true statement. Because all of them, like, just the way that they were reacting towards Spike shows that they have no real... Right. Like, yes, we know you, you read all this horror story about him, but just, like, the... That was, like, very Wesley, oh, yes. I'm going to hold this cross at you. Woo! And I think Wesley even said in season three that he <laughs> had only faced, what was it, two vampires in controlled circumstances? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, Xander is way more experienced. Willow at this point has probably dusted more vampires oh, than yeah. all of those Watchers Council people. Exactly. But Xander points out that that was Riley speak. Mm-hmm. Which and... there were two, two, three nods to Riley in this episode. Yeah. In the very beginning, when they pointed out Buffy's uncleanliness, I guess she finds uh, one of Riley's old sweaters. Yes. Which it's... let it go. All right. Just put this. I, I think aside. it's Willow that Willow points out that it's Riley speak, and Xander's yeah. just like, I fucked field time. <laughs> He's very proud of himself. He's so proud. <laughs> like, I'm dying. <laughs> um, and then, so I love that Buffy's like, uh, the rest of you can answer whenever, whatever, <laughs> but I need an answer from Quentin right now. Yep. Because <laughs> I think he's understanding me, and I'm like, "Go, puppy." I know. It. She's looking him dead at him, like, "You, you feel me? You feel me, though?" <laughs> and then he's all like, oh, "Giles, I noticed some scotch." Which why, Giles? Are you keeping Scott hiding scotch hiding. on the storefront on the store floor? Like right. you <laughs> under the register or something? No, like behind the incense holders, <laughs> not even underneath the register. Giles, you're a grown ass man. You have a bu- you have. <laughs> A bottle of scotch at your store if you want to have a bottle uh-huh. of scotch at your store. And he's like, not during working hours. <laughs> calm down. Nobody's saying you're an alcoholic. It's just he calm just... down. <laughs> Am I going to find vodka stashed in another part of the store? Are you just hiding liquor all over the store? What's wrong with you? Should we be concerned? Because right. <laughs> as of right now, I just want a glass, but you're making me question <laughs> your stability. <laughs> So Quinn's and like, he yeah. The caves. He he says that her terms are agreeable. Yep. The kids lose their minds. Um, Let's ignore for a fact uh, for a second that I don't think all of their weight combined should really be sitting on that balcony <laughs> up there. It doesn't seem the sturdiest of places to be sitting. No. <laughs> but then. Buffy's basically like, everybody shut the fuck up. I want to talk to Quinn. I want to know what's going on. Right. Tell me about Glory. I want to know what kind of demon I'm fighting. Well, that's just the thing, Buff. She's not a demon. Yeah, the thing is. (laughs) Not a demon. Well, what is she? (gasps) So, Glory's a god. And Buffy (laughs) just says, oh. (laughs) Or is it, huh? No, I think it's oh. (laughs) Yeah, oh. Like, Hmm, that's new. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, no wonder she's been kicking my ass. That's what right. I would have said. Well, that makes so much more that sense makes now. So much sense. No wonder I keep almost losing. All right. I don't feel so bad now. It's like, right. all right. You know, basically, actually, I held up my own against a right. god. I didn't die. Twice. <laughs> Look oh, at god. me. <laughs> Look at me shine. <laughs> and then we fade to black right away. Like, yep. that's it. It's like, no. Black. Little quick departures. We're done. Nope, that's it. Done. Bye. What? Like, but I have so much. I need to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have to unpack that. 
Glory's a god. Glory's a god. Which we should have known. Yeah. We should have known since she was so strong. We've wondered. Yeah. It's like, why is she so strong? Mm-hmm. So there was no song this week. No song. Not even a really decent score. No. You've heard all of our wonderful burns. Yes, there was a little moment that I thought was going to be, but I do enjoy it for between uh, Giles and Travers. And Travers <laughs> is like, you used to respect us, Giles. You used to be one of us. And Giles is like, you used to pay me. <laughs> yes, yes, that's how yeah. it works. <laughs> I like that Travers actually responds with touche. Right, exactly. It's like, like mm-hmm. uh, right. Man. I see you. Right. We only had one body drop this week. It was a vampire dusted by Spike. <laughs> it was very it came in flying in literally, like just like uh. definitely off of a springboard track <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that was real suspect on their effects department, right? Because he came in real high. Uh-huh. Like it was like, um, what? how does he? Why is he twelve feet in the air? That doesn't make and any how- sense. Buffy can sort of sense vampires most time. How long had he been running up to that jump? Because <laughs> he didn't just do it standing. Like it right. was just, it wasn't just, it was, it had to have been a run jump, a running jump. <laughs> it had to have been a run jump. I had tiny little paws <laughs> ratching at my leg. Oh, hey, sugar. A little sugar love. <laughs> So, so this does this, this episode it? does pass the Bechdel test because Glory and Buffy talking about the key. True. And you know, Glory threatening to get rid of all Buffy's body parts. You know, the usual yeah. the usual <laughs> scary demony god stuff. Our random trivia was until this episode when Anya established her own invented name, the Buffy trading cards listed her last name as Emerson. Who made Real? that up? Really? Emerson. Yeah. Who made that up? Where'd that even come from? The trading company was just like, I'm going to call her Emerson. (laughs) This one doesn't have her name. This one doesn't have a last name. That just, then just don't give her a last name. Right. Like, I wonder if they did the same thing with McClay and then just put it in the episode. Like if it was somebody was just like, what's Tara's last name? McClay. Right. Okay. Let's just call her McClay. Or even Faith. Or even Faith. Right. Lahane. Who came up with Lahane? Because I don't think they ever say her last name in the the show. Not once. Not once. Baxter. But that's our random trivia. All right. So it's not canon. Emerson is not canon. All right. Okay. Whatever. Well, I wonder if those trading cards are worth money. Like the ones, like, because they're. I would have her sign it. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody with your old trading cards, go find them and have Emma sign them and get some money. <laughs> Especially if you can get her to sign Anya's full name. <laughs> <laughs> if she remembers it, that would be hilarious. Right. All right. So let us know what you thought of Checkpoint. You can do so by leaving us a voicemail message at 412-385-7250 or record an MP3 file less than two minutes and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We may play it on the air. Um, uh, Some of you, if you follow us on Twitter, you may know that I, Camila, am on a new podcast with three other people. Um, These other people are all comedians. I am not a comedian. (laughs) But um, it's Aaron Kleiber, Sean Collier, and Robin Hitchcock. And what we are doing, it's called the number one movie in America. And what we're doing is um, going through the list of all the number one movies in the box office in America from like 1982. We're not going through, and we're reviewing them, obviously. We're not going through them in chronological order or alphabetical order. We're doing it all randomly. But we did start off with... Uh, Sharky's Revenge, which was the first one on the list. Burt Reynolds movie I had never seen before. But, um, <laughs> but have a listen. It's fun. Um, it's funny. And like I said, I am not a comedian, but the other three are. But I seem to be holding my own so far. We've recorded <laughs> two episodes. And um, yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook. And the episodes are on Apple, Google Play, and... Uh, I think that's it. It's probably Stitcher also. I need to have more information ready and ready (laughs) (laughs) available. But yeah, look that up. Look for that. And um, hopefully you'll enjoy it and find an episode that you find interesting. Next week, we will discuss blood ties. Mm, Buffy's birthday. (sighs) 
Another never one? Well. Yeah. Damn, I feel like we just, well. we just have one. We did. In the previous <laughs> season. That's, and that was when Giles turned into a demon. Yes. When he felt real old. All right. So, Blood Ties next week. Watch it. Be prepared to listen in with us. Um, subscribe, follow, like us. We're on Facebook at Revisiting Sunnydale. We're also on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. You can rate and review us on iTunes, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, and Player FM. You can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at msphere 7338. All right. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Scoobies. <laughs>